this first story, and I'm trying to chat. I got the chat up. The chat's good. It didn't freeze on us. We're good to go this time. Everyone can type. Everybody's happy this time, right? I got yelled at. Defects. I got Jay and Guy yelling at me. Like the two most like technologically declined people that I know. Hold, hold on a second. Did, are I, did I really at yell at you? Because one time the fucking tech doesn't work. Like two years. I got this. I got us humming like a fucking <laughs> like like perfection. These guys are like. This guy fucked up. Got to go back to the old streaming. Can't click yeah. on the chat. Jay, Jay was it really like that day? for me lately? That's hey, what it was, it was like. really like that? Yeah. That's it what it was, was like. See? <laughs> it was like, yo, I can't see the chat. I can't fucking type. I don't know what's going on right now. People are messaging me. Jay We're back goes, to normal, Jay, guys. He runs, the, he runs the video. Jay goes, I can't see the video. I can't, I can't see the video. We can't do this. I couldn't I see, see the video. He played the Eva videos. I couldn't see the Eva video. I couldn't see anything. Nothing. All no fucking respect. Yet. Even on, even on my own team. No respect. Wow. No respect. Wow. Nah, yeah, you know that. If you fuck up, you get called out. You get Not called only out. on the community, but in, in, in the group. Wes, Wes said, did you try turning it on and off again? Yeah, there you go. I think we that, there was a couple good lines from Saturday night. There was some good stuff out yeah. there. I liked it. I liked it. All right. So this, I'm going to give a little oh. preview, and then I'm just going to let Jay go off, because I think this is probably going to be his favorite one. I should have left this oh. for the end, but. So Rob Liefeld tweeted, my Spider-Man cover that I asked, that I was asked to do, homaging myself, available October 5th. I think he's selling this on whatnot. And guess what? Somebody responded. <laughs> okay. Don Simpson, on his Facebook page, uh, referencing this cover, basically said, folks, the American comic book is officially dead. This is yeah. the worst piece of shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> you gotta, we should have had him on tonight. So wow. he had some other quotes, but Jay, I wanted to just kind of let you, let you do your thing for a couple seconds here on this one. First of all, this is just apps. You could tell right off the bat, he just traced Deadpool. That's exactly the same, right? Then you got Venom, he looks like No Neck Ed from 90 Day Fiance. What the fuck? What the fuck happened to this guy's neck? He called him No Neck Ed. <laughs> he got he got No Neck Ed showering I with rats and, and father-in-laws. I, I mean, dude, how do you even move around like that? Hobgoblin looks like a gremlin. Yeah, Hobgoblin looks like a gremlin. I mean, you got... The vulture Doc looks Ock. like... Doc, Doc Ock looks like Mark Davis, the owner of the Raiders. <laughs> Oh the vulture the vulture looks like a combination of dragon ball z and an actual vulture yeah dude it is complete garbage i can't he looks dude he looks like gargamel from the smurfs i can't stop i just can't stop looking at fucking venom dude like can i ask you can i ask you a question no this is this is where it really comes into it can you matt can you read it again read, read it out loud for me because i think i may have missed something yeah, yeah. It says Don Simpson says, "Folks, no, no, the American no. comic book is no, 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 officially not that dead." Part. Yeah, not that part. The, the part that that Liefeld tweeted. Oh, he said, "My Spider-Man cover that I that I was asked to do, homaging myself, available yeah. October 5th. Yeah, let's get it straight. No one asked this motherfucker to do this. <laughs> Dude, what kind of ego do you have when you homage yourself? That's yeah, like no, fucking on no a whole other level. I mean, Dude, I think it's no one, one hell of a drug, man. I think they, it's great that he put Leah Thompson on the cover too in the corner there. Oh my god, <laughs> dude! You know what? But you know, yo, I'll tell you guys. You know what the fucking saddest part about this? 
people on whatnot are gonna fucking pay money for this garbage. I hope guys. not. Oh, they are. No, they are. Garbage. They are. They are. Here, here, this is the funny thing is that like absolutely no one asked him to do this. I don't know where he comes off saying that. First of all, um, this is one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. Oh, so you want to hear? You want to hear the other quotes from all this stuff got deleted eventually. But you want to hear some of the other stuff Don Simpson had to say? Sure. He said, so this was on the reply. He replied on a lot of the <clears throat> tweet, on the tweet, I guess. He said, I've seen a lot of bad arts, student art and so on. But what is conceptually hard to process is this is somehow professional. Yikes. The playground argument is always, you're just jealous. Yeah, I'm jealous. I sure wish I had drawn this thing. <laughs> Dude, this oh my looks... God. He had a bunch I, of other ones, but they're so long. It's just totally I, bad. I don't oh even know. Oh, my God. I mean, where's where's the Green Goblin's ears, dude? He looks like a mad ball. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he's know. stuck in a snow globe. But like I said, man, people are going to pay for this shit, dude. People are going to click that little tab, and they're going to pay for this fucking That's the scary code. part. That's the that scary part. That is the scary part. If you're watching you know the it's defects, but, uh, you, you know you know when it's bad, Liefeld, when the when his feet are better than everything else on the fucking cover. That's a good point. When the feet are the, are the focal point. Oh, highlight, dude. Jesus Christ! All right, I gotta get this uh, thing off my page. Let's keep going. This one, I think you could have seen it coming from a mile away because me and Jay have been fucking screaming about it for the past year and a half. Okay, Captain yeah, America Four. Yeah. Captain American four star. I don't know what enthuses enthuses. I guess that's a word overtaking over as the MCU's Falcon. So we told you this was going to happen before the show. We told you it was going to happen after the show. And as revealed at D 23 expo in like some background talks that they didn't really say on the day, but some of the interviews came out later. He has now taken over the role as Falcon. I don't think we got to show him the books again. Do we boys? I mean, how many times nah, are we going to we- show him? Well, there, there's three books, guys. You know what they are. We talked about this beforehand. We talked about it during. We saw him pretty much take the mantle in Falcon and Winter Soldier in that last episode when he leaves with the wings. We knew it was coming. The book is cooled off, though, man. Like, now yeah. might be a good time. I want to give a shout out to AB Comics, AP Comics, because I bought a copy that I dropped off to Matt. Um, a second print mint copy, 9-8 contender for 20 bucks, man. And shout out to him because he had a bunch of good deals on his page, guys. So go check out AP on Instagram. And uh, Matt, if you could throw it up in your story this week with just a shout out to him. For sure. How clean for that sure. copy is. Yep. Because that number five, dude, that second print is a ghost. And that's it's a, a dope-ass cover, guys. Yeah, so, that's what Sinister Titan says, too. Yeah, dope-ass cover, bro. Um yeah, guys, he's gonna be around for the long run. So hopefully you not, got him. But if not, they're still they're cheap right now. That's that black firm. That's that black cover, right, Jay? Yeah, yeah. the black cover. Yep. The yeah. uh, the the first print has the white writing. The second print yep. has the blue writing. Yep. Nice to see it confirmed. I mean, we kind of knew. So. But yeah, I mean, pretty much. It, I if you're you know. If you're a fan of the shows and the comics and stuff, once you've seen him grab the wings in, in the season finale, you knew. That's that's confirmation for me before it's yeah. confirmed. Yeah. Uh, let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Um, 
I'm going to be curious to see how you guys take this information because I, I want to get each of our opinions on this. So Marvel taps relative unknowns to more than one to script Fantastic Four movie. So according to Deadline, Marvel Studios has hired Jeff Kaplan and Ian Springer to pen the script for the upcoming MCU debut of the iconic comic book team. The outlet reports that the duo actually began working on the film long before Matt Shackman, who previously helmed all nine episodes of WandaVision, came aboard as a director. Though Kaplan and Springer are virtually unknown, they're a rising pair in the industry. A number of their scripts have already been sold in Hollywood. So, this this Fantastic Four news has just been dripping and drabbing out. And I'm okay with that. I'm curious. I'm going to start with Guy on the bottom. Do you think that it's... Forget about the names, because we don't know the names. But do you think it's a good thing for this movie slash franchise? Because that's what we're hoping it's going to be. That we have two relatively unknowns writing it. Or do you think that's, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Let's, let's, let's talk about this first and talk about who wrote the previous ones. Do we know who wrote the previous ones? And were, are they on, were they unknowns when they did it? Uh, that's a good question. I'm going to say they, no. They, they are now. Yeah, they are now. I'm gonna that's say my they point. weren't unknowns. So, um, th- so coming into it, someone who, someone who realizes what they have to do and not being maybe um, influenced by something else, maybe that's a good thing. You know, okay. I, that, that's just that's just my opinion. I, I think I I'm I'm never against someone unknown coming in. Um, give them a chance. Give them a shot. Um, I, I I hate to say it. It can't get worse than what we've had before with Fantastic Four. I hate to say that, obviously, because <laughs> I I know Jay might have a different opinion. Um, it, it's. It, uh, you know, I'm optimistic as to what they can come up, come up with. If it's brand new people, give them a shot and see what they can come up with. Okay, that's kind of you're getting close to what I was thinking. So now I'm curious what Jay has to say and see if he's on the same page as well. So here's what I'm thinking with two unknowns, right? Do we want it all to be good? Is two unknowns doing it? Do we want them to have a fresh start? We do. But the question is, if you're an unknown. And you're breaking out into the industry. Is Feige gonna pave that path for you, and pretty much want to do it his do it his way instead of a guy that has a reputable reputation, and have it say, "Listen, Feige, I'm gonna do it my way." He might be guiding these guys into the way he wants to do it. Hence, the unknown guys that want to break out. So I don't well, know. You had, man. you had you had Taika Waititi, which obviously you saw what what dumpster fire he put on the screen for yeah. the last movie. Right. Exactly. And he's not. Yep. He wasn't an unknown and he went Feige's way. Right. Well, yeah, that's I think okay. He went his way. Yeah. Right. So this is so it's like a combination of what you two guys when I read this, I thought this was a this was great news. OK, so I'm going to take basically a combination of what you guys said, because we know what's happened so far with these writers. And Feige, he's essentially said, like, I've been a little bit more hands off with some of the writing. He gives a little bit of a, a general scope with things they can and can't do, and then the writers take their liberties. It seems like every single writer in Phase 4 has just decided to, to basically run their own thing and have their own agenda. And when I say agenda, I don't mean that in a negative context. I just mean one, or, one way or another, each show and or movie has had an agenda based on the writing, okay? And like we just saw with with Thor, 
Taika Waititi. He had, he was going to do it his way and that was it. And I just, as I was preparing for this story, I saw Taika Waititi that a lot of the Marvel execs were very nervous about the ideas that he was throwing out there initially. But then, and then they, but then they said, oh, but then we kind of warmed up to him. That's bullshit. The first half of that story is correct. The second half is not. Okay. That's the backpedaling. So when you're going to have two unknowns coming in on possibly the largest MCU movie, as far as, and I should say the most anticipated MCU movie to come, right? As, as, from phase three forward, this is the most anticipated movie. These guys are going to want to hit it out of the park. They're going to want to appeal to the to the fans that have been there. They're going to want to try to appeal to new fans. They're not going to write with an agenda. They're going to write to make a good movie. I would be I, if I had to bet one way or another. That's where my money's going. Maybe they're not good writers, but apparently from everything that everybody's saying, these guys are hot. So, I, so I'm going to take this as a good sign. So here's what else I'm reading is that. Feige and these writers are basically saying everybody knows the origin of the Fantastic Four, right? So they're not going to go too much into that. So does that mean they're just going to jump right in? I mean, I think they're going to have to retcon a little bit, even if it's like a 15-minute, you know. What about new kids that are starting to watch the Fantastic Four that don't really know, that don't read the comics, that haven't seen these horrible movies that were out? So I don't know about like, you. Are they going to show? Right. Are they going to show how they got their powers and stuff? Right. Yeah. So they're saying they might do away with that and get away with the origin. <clears throat> what they said in the article is everyone knows their origin already, but not everybody does know their origin already. So they're going to have to do a little backpedaling first, well, even if it's I, quick, man. I don't think. I think you'll see the Fantastic Four, and maybe only a member. Like you're going to see them before you have any type of origin story on them, right? We're going to see them in somebody else's movie before we see them in their own movie. Well, we did. They, they didn't do, what do you know what I mean? I think that's what you're going to see. Um, kind of like Spider-Man. And they didn't. They still haven't given us the Tom Holland Spider-Man origin yet. Yep, yep. So they didn't give it to him. So I, I, I honestly think they'll go the same route with the Fantastic Four. They may mention it here and there. They may throw little tidbits, but I don't think they'll ever do the movie or the show or anything like that to show how it started. I just, I just don't. I mean... Because they're not, like you said, they're not going to retcon it. They're not going to change it. Like, there's only so many little tidbits of their origin that you could change unless it, unless it's going to be completely different. And it's been done to death already, so I just see them avoiding it altogether. And I like Jay, what Oz says. We'll get Jay's happy for the, Ozzy. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. <laughs> We're on the same page. Because I feel like, yeah. listen, yeah. not a lot of people know the Doom origin. A lot of people don't know about Latveria and how... You know, Doom studied magic and all this before. Who the fuck is texting me? Um, so, so I hope we get a Doom origin movie. I, I think Doom needs a standalone movie, personally, done yeah. right, because there's so much history with him, and we talked about this in the past. So I just hope... Listen, I'm a fan of the Fantastic Four, but I am a fan of Doom, and I just oh, hope yeah. they get him right. Let's keep it moving. People were up in arms about this. There was some back and forth about this one. So a little controversial. So we'll see. Uh, Marvel Legends adds Mephisto as part of the Ghost Rider HasLab uh, release. So I saw the headline on this and I didn't really get the whole story until I kind (laughs) of was preparing for tonight. So I'll read it out to you guys 
And then you guys tell me what you think. So revealed on September 16th, the Marvel Legends HasLab, Robbie Reyes, Ghost Rider, and the Engine of Vengeance release comes with a six inch Robbie Reyes, Ghost Rider figure and a premium one by one, one by 12 scale car, blah, blah, blah. Uh, if the project re uh, receives 9,000 supporters before 12, 12 p.m., 11.59 uh, p.m. on September 23rd, which was three days ago, all backers will also receive an exclusive Marvel Legends Robbie Raz in human form six-inch figure. So essentially, this is a crowdfunded uh, little toy thing. On September 20th, Hasbro Pulse also announced that an exclusive Mephisto figure will also be included if the release hits 12,000 backers before the campaign ends on October 31st. The figure stands approximately seven inches tall and features pinless elbow and knee joints. So people were saying, what? That if you get the toy, that must mean something. Is that always the case though, Jay? No, absolutely not, guys. I Yo, those are two dope figures. I'm not a big Marvel Legends guy. I'll grab my Punishers and that's pretty much it. Those are two awesome detailed toys. The Robbie Reyes comes with the car. It's absolutely awesome. But that means zero to me. I have nothing. Yeah, I agree. I, I think, if anything, it just means maybe they're testing the waters on Mephisto. I don't I mean, you know, think that because I think they know the waters were already tested with WandaVision. Yeah, probably. And, and maybe they're know? just trying to... Maybe they're trying to capitalize, knowing that there's a lot of hype around the character. I will but say I, this though: the, if the if, if when if and when he does come into the MCU, if he looks like this figure, that's a dope looking Mephisto man. Like, yeah, that's that's a cool cool figure. Yeah, there you go, Sleepwalker stuff with Doctor Strange. Yeah, there was Doctor. There was Sleepwalker. There was uh, what was that other character called Jay that was in the toys? Which one? Despar? Oh, Despar, yeah. Yeah. That never yeah, he, he never showed up in the movie, so no, yeah. No. If you see what Justin a... Shannon said, he said said they didn't hit the goal for the one figure. So okay. the total pledges are going down now, not gonna be funded. Yeah, so there you go. So this is probably never gonna see the light of day. At least not now. At least which not now. Which suck which sucks because the, the Ghost Rider figure is absolutely awesome. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's a with the car, you see the see the car with the tires on fire? Like that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and like and like Brick says, for three fifty, get the fuck out of here. That was like the Galactus, uh, whatever fundraiser, whatever they did. Yeah, crowdfund they did with Galactus. Like, dude, for three fifty, I'm putting that towards a sideshow piece. I'm not putting it towards a, a Marvel Legends figure. So, yep. fuck that three fifty bullshit. Let's get the guy's favorite slide in the show. Marvel Studio confirms more monsters coming in the MCU's future. Okay, so this was a this actually just hit uh, yesterday, I think. So um, I don't think I put any notes, but I do have the actually I have the article. So here we go. In an exclusive interview with the directs uh, Russ Milham, Werewolf by Night executive producer Brian Gay commented on the future of monsters such as Werewolf and Man Thing. Uh, so he teased uh, in this upcoming special, we're just peeling the corner, peeling back the corner of monsters in the MCU. I think one of the very cool things about the special is just we're just peeling back the corner of monsters in the MCU, right? So there's not so there's not just monsters that are part of Werewolf by Night, but the ones that were up on the wall, 
there's some of the artwork as well. So that's probably a little Easter egg that he's giving you right there. What all this lends to is the idea that for centuries there have been monsters within the world of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and they've been tracked or hunted and, and or kept at bay by these hunters. Jay, the hunters, okay. He continued confirming that some of these monsters will pop up again. Um, he goes on to say, and I think we'll, well, we don't know exactly where they'll pop up next. The idea is that with the wide swath of different species and types, they're going to pop up again. You're going to see these guys in different ways, of course. So I just, I love how Adrian just posted. Dracula, yeah. Yeah, great job, buddy. There you go. So I think, I mean, again, this is another one we saw coming from a while away. Very nice to hear this actually confirmed by somebody at Marvel. Um, sounds like during the Werewolf by I know a lot, a lot of the insiders got to watch Werewolf by Night. I didn't read one bad thing about it yet. I, neither I did I. It's fucking dope. And so maybe during the show, you see a lot of the stuffed heads or pictures of other monsters. So that's going to be the tidbit that he's talking about there. So this is really cool. When I read this, I was very happy to hear this. And you know what? This makes sense, but we have coming up, guys, on a, a couple of spec books we pulled. And yes. I, I'm, glad, I'm glad Matrix is in here because I'm not a big... I love horror movies, right? But I'm not a big horror guy when it comes to knowledge in Marvel Comics and the Marvel Universe. So uh, I want to see I want to see his uh, input on, on the books we're going to show tonight. He probably knew about them a while ago, but yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll present them tonight. But yeah, Matt, guy, I heard nothing but good things by Werewolf by Night. I heard it's kind of like that old school, like almost like a comedy horror, which I think will be pretty dope, man, because I'm a big fan of like Abbott and Costello me the werewolf and dracula and all that shit so if they do it like that man and it's done right i'm excited the trailer out you know me guys i haven't been excited by much in the mcu this phase but that trailer it, it got me chubby man i ain't gonna lie <laughs> and to guys little, uh you got a little to, al dente a little al dente kid to guys dismay that actually changed everyone was pissed off because they labeled this as a comedy so it may have been a mistake because now it's actually listed as a horror um, so they put that, they corrected that. And a couple of the reviews I did see actually said that they were surprised how much violence there actually was. So again, not violent in general, but maybe violent for the MCU. Like that's the scale we got to remember, right? So they were surprised at how much violence there was. So we'll, we'll take that with a grain of salt. But uh, Matt, Matt, hold on. Before yeah. we got, you know, our buddy Ronnie in the chat. There's 130 in here and only 25 likes. So can we show them some violence and get people to uh, hit that like button? 25 likes, y'all. You gotta <laughs> smash that like button. Speaking of violence, Ber Bertha's back. <laughs> Bertha, big breast. You think she still? You think she still does that? Big breast Bertha. Yeah, she's got it. What else? She oh, got she's dead. Else that lady is 100% dead. She's dead? Yeah, 100% dead. She she died with a Newport? She she was laid to rest at a, like a biker funeral, I could tell. <laughs> oh, my God. She, she was buried with a, Mar a Marlboro and a fucking Bud Heavy 16. I was going to say maybe a Milwaukee's best. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, I like this. I like everything about this article 
I like how they talk about the monster hunters. So get your spec heads on for that. You're going to see, I'm telling you, the the whole art, or, um, Bloodstones, I think you're going to see them branch out. I think you'll see more monster hunters. Legion of Monsters, we talked about that a few weeks back. So yeah they're 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 painting the picture for this and i'm very this is probably one of the things that i am most excited about just like jay said just monsters in general going forward and uh you took the words right out of my mouth with what we're about to show as far as a little spec coming up all right mm. marvel's new blade movie villain may have just got teased and it's not dracula sorry actual um it's really actually un- not Dracula? It's actually not Dracula. No, we'll see. I don't know but why he- the title of this... It doesn't really go with Blade. I think they're kind of like merging two things together, but we'll get to why. Jay, you got you want to jump in here? No, I was going to say, okay. it, I think Dracula will be tied in point. there. Yeah. Yep. So if you haven't watched She-Hulk or if you haven't watched episode six, it's not really a spoiler. So I won't say who said it, because that's kind of a spoiler. But one of the characters says, Ladies, Sebastian, how about this? I still have all of those Apple shares I bought in 1981, plus all of the gold left to me by my first wife, Baroness Cromwell. How about we split it evenly eight ways and call it a day? Okay. So I don't want to get into too much detail about who this was, just in case you haven't seen it. But there's a character that's very, very old. Let's let's put it that way. That's on She-Hulk. So when he says the the white the gold left to me by my first wife. So you know this had to be very long time ago if we're talking about old Baroness and my his first wife. So Baroness Cromwell, aka Baroness Blood, aka Lily Cromwell, the daughter of the vampire Baron Blood. Um, this is somebody that. Baroness Blood resurfaces as a member of the Legion of the Unliving, a group of vampires brought together by Dracula. So her first appearance, Union Jack number one from 1998. Um, There's no real evidence that this is going to be the villain of Blade, but this is definitely a call to this character. Do we see her ever? No idea. So I don't know. What do you guys think about the spec on this? I mean, it's definitely a cheap book. But it was a cool mention in the show. I don't know if you're going, Jay. Sorry. Yeah, it was a cool mention in the show. Obviously, a great pickup on that. Um, That I'm again watching that show. It's 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 uh, so it's a little tough, but it's good. I still enjoy it. I still enjoy it. But I mean, are we going to see? You know, I don't know what we're going to see with Blade. I'm excited for Blade. I'll tell you that much. I'm very excited for it. So to get behind something that's a little bit horror, um, you guys should be proud of There you go, guy. What do you think, Jay? You think this character, like, is it worth grabbing? So like, what, what do you think? I got, I got, usually I'm prepared, guys, and I, I remember my notes, but my asshole is literally puckering right now. Okay. Um, what stuck wow. out to me the most is the member of the Legion of the Unliving, right? Yeah. This is something I could see, guys. I could see Dracula building a team for this Blade movie. Um... We know Dracula's kids, right? Lilith, Zaris. We know Deacon Frost has been done already. We know Lucas Cross is a major character. Is the MCU going to bring in these characters, these old characters, or are they going to revamp? I think they're going to revamp. 
Baroness Cromwell, like Matt said, her father was Charles Cromwell, who was a pawn of Dracula. He was almost like, uh, not a butler per se, but yeah, I guess we'll keep it at pawn. A pawn of Dracula who took the stake out of the original Baron Blood's chest, who reignited his life, and then he came back to life and killed Charles Cromwell, and he became took over his body and became the second Baron Blood. Uh, I, I like it. I don't think they'd mention him for no reason. What I do like about this is the daughter of, right? What else are we going to get a daughter of? We're going to get a daughter of Blade in Bloodline. So I could see a head-to-head -head battle between two daughters. And e even if it doesn't happen, guys, it's a cheap first appearance. You probably find it. I've never seen this book until today, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Norn Rad, Rad is saying one-and-done villain, not worth it. And I would usually agree with you nine yeah, times out of ten, too. but this is such a cheap book that if it if you buy it, if you find it, it's probably going to be three bucks. If you buy it on right. eBay, it's probably going to be five or six dollars, seven dollars. Yeah. Maybe it's worth maybe having it in mind when you're flipping and seeing it and pulling it and keeping it as a just in case. I mean, I could see it pop in a twenty to thirty bucks. I mean, it's but, it is what it is, you know. It's not a yeah, bad I, I, just in case. Yeah. I, I I agree with Norrin too. It's going to be one of these minuscule characters sure. that you see that that are one and done at a hundred percent. It's not going to be the next big villain, but I think it does lead into Dracula. Um, you want to get so to that now? It, yeah, interesting to see. Um, yeah, there's other books too that. So when, when I found another article on this when we're talking about uh, villains of Blade and. I take no credit for this. I found an article online that made sense to us. I ran it by Matt. It made it made sense, man. Um, it has a lot of the pieces that we were talking about. So Doctor Strange teased a, vamp a vampire villain in the last Doctor Strange movie, um, The Multiverse, right? We'll talk about Varney, a sorcerer who lived long ago, was a resident of Atlantis before it was sunk, and one was, was the first owner of the Book of Ashante. Written by the first Sorcerer Supreme. So we got the Book of Ashanti in there, right? Turns out Varney was really a worshipper of the Devil Cathan, which they mentioned in uh, Doctor Strange, which Matt had talked about months prior to that, who turned Varney into the world's first vampire. The fact of the matter is the Book of Ashanti exists in the MCU, the Darkhold exists in the MCU, Cathan was mentioned in the MCU, and now we have Blade coming about with vampires, which makes a ton of sense. Onto my second page of notes about the books, right? Cheap books, guys. I think these books are cool if you're a horror fan and you don't know about them. Um, Bizarre Adventures number 33 from Marvel, December 1982. The first appearance of Varney, the first vampire to walk the earth. I think that's pretty dope, man, especially in a Blade. We know Blade goes what? They're saying it goes from 1900 to 1980. Is that the timeline they're giving for the movie? Is that what they said? I haven't read that. Yeah, well, this will have to go way back before that, if, it's even, if it even makes sense. All I'm saying is, guys, we got the Book of Ashanti, we got the Darkhold, we got the mention of Cathan. Here we go. So the next technically, book, you right? said Atlantis too. So right, and Atlantis. He was a resident of Atlantis before it sunk into the water. But what are they calling Atlantis in the MCU now? It's uh, not called Atlantis, right? I forget. Tyka's, Atlantis. Tyka's world, I think. I don't know. So, so here <laughs> you got, got 
This Did you see what Matrix uh, Comics said, said, Jay? Yeah, see, I told you he would know. He, he knows, knows, yeah. He said Varney yeah, as soon as you started talking, yeah. Yep. And this and, this goes back to this goes back to I mean Mark Lineker said he goes, Isn't the Ebony Blade and Black Knight related to vampires? Well, if you remember, obviously yeah. if anyone watched not everybody watched Eternals, but at the end of Eternals, you have uh, obviously him recruiting, and you see, you hear, you hear the voice. Let's just put it that way, you know, and you know who it is, obviously. So maybe you know. The uh, that's yeah, a good point, the, guy. That's a really good absolutely. point. Yeah. And people are sleeping on Black Knight too, man. That book has dropped considerably. Um, I was actually thinking of posting mine tomorrow because I, I had it for so long and haven't posted it, but. Don't sleep on that Dark Knight book either, man. I think he's gonna be a big character once you see him in costume. But all right. Anyway. So do you, do you think do you think he's recruiting? Like obviously since since you know you heard you he heard could, uh, what I, Blade's I mean, voice. He could, so he yeah he could be recruiting. It could be a form of like the Midnight Suns. We know the video game is I think is out. I gotta pick it up because there's a lot of tidbits like the Guardians game. Um, that they might throw into the movie. So I'm excited to play the Midnight Suns game. If you have it in the chat, let let me know. Oh, and Universe X did a, a, a spotlight on Varney too. I figured he would know yeah, about I got that it. too. Yep. yep. Always go check out UniX Matrix. They always on top of their game. And like I said, guys, this is a theory I read and I just pulled the books for you. I haven't read these books. I know nothing about Marvel horror. So go check these guys out. But since he said the Conan... You got Conan the Barbarian, number 245, from June in 1991, written by the awesome Roy Thomas. It's the origin of Carne, the Lord of the Vampires before Dracula, like we mentioned before, the first the first vampire to walk the earth, brought into existence by, by humans summoning him from the scroll, scrolls of Cthulhu, which later were bound together to form the Darkhold. Makes sense, right? And not only Varney, that, the, Varney looks badass. Yeah, the, the, the reason I like this book a lot, not only besides that, but it's the origin of vampires in the Marvel Universe. So, guys, you, we know they're coming. This book you could definitely find in bag bins, and it's extremely cheap on eBay right now. I forgot to list the prices because, like I said, I've been sick all day. I'm burning up in here right now. Um, but, guys, take books to death. God. Yo, when I take my hoodie off, dude, I get ice cold. And, and yo, it's crazy. I'm mad sick. Jay's um, asshole is doing it. the Mississippi shuffle oh, dude, right now. Oh, dude, you don't even know, bro. Work is absolutely terrible. I, can't. I got paid for. I got paid for eight hours of shitting today, basically. Wow. Um, so, wow. yeah, I think we talked about, you know, and I don't think they're gonna let this go. You know, with the dark cold stuff, I think it's you're definitely gonna hear it referenced again in the Harkness, the House of Harkness, or whatever the fuck they're calling that. I think they're gonna you you may hear about it in the Werewolf by Night series. Uh, I think they're going to use that as the or they already said. What did that article say from, from about 10 minutes ago? It said, we want you to know that monsters have been around for a long time in the MCU. They're just not talking about it. So to me, that means the origin of monsters has to be come from somewhere. So are they going to tie that into the dark hole? If they do, which was in the comics and we know, listen, Feige didn't bring the dark hole in for nothing. Like I, you know, I think there's a bigger purpose for it. Um, and I think monsters is where is is where, you know. So I think that's even more of a, a a point that Jay was trying to make. I think a lot of things start to tie together. And listen, when we've been able to tie some stuff together that really has strong ties on this channel, 
there's a really good chance of it be at least being partially right because sometimes Speak it just makes too much sense not to be. Speaking of strong ties, uh, Jay, you want to take this super chat from former Trout? Yeah, it's my donation for toilet paper supply. Get the good stuff. I'm at the point where I'm just I'm patting right now. I can't wipe no. Oh more, no! It's, oh damn! Yeah. You need a bidet, yeah. dude. You got to come you over. A, I got two. Oh, of them. you need. I, you I, I need. Just, let me tell just, you. You just gotta push it. You know, you just soak oh, it up man. at this point, dude. <laughs> Jack, you don't, you know, tell them about the revelation you had. This this is life changing, bro. I'm changing my toilets in my house now. Ma oh, the, God. You have no idea. This is the greatest fucking thing in the world. Greatest thing in the world. Greatest creation in the world. I don't care it's what so anybody good. has to say. The the seat heats up. It's warm. The it warms fucking the water, water up. that comes out of that thing is warm. And it has like motion. It's like motion in the ocean for your butthole, bro. It's fantastic. Oh God, that don't sound, that don't sound good at all, dude. <laughs> yeah. it's I right mean, is, that's dude. the total opposite of what I like. I like a no. nice cold toilet seat, dude. Why? Nice and cold. What? Huh? Nice and you gotta have a nice warm seat to sit on. This thing, this thing is like a clean. You barely got a wipe. It, Dude, you it cleans said, you. You're sitting on it another man's ass sweat, bro. Like you no, want to no, you no, 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 no. ass sweat. This dude <laughs> heats up. I'm gonna. I know. And what ha what happens when things heat up? Your pores open up, man. Everyone you know, in the chat listen is me. saying bidet. A oh, quick bidet cash is the way to go. Bidet cash 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 right now. No way. That's bidet. I'm gonna see yo, I guarantee you're gonna see a lot of cash in it. I'm gonna just tell you yeah. that right now. Yo, Dwayne you're Scott. You're gonna lose like, this one, Jay. Dwayne Scott, like, I love it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Look at it. <laughs> oh my god. We gotta we gotta get Honestly, a cash one of the greatest on one of the greatest things I've ever I've ever experienced in my life. Yeah, there you go. Changing the toilets in my house. Oh my god. Anyway, while we're waiting for the results of that. <laughs> Um, guys, hit that thumbs up if you haven't. Appreciate you guys hanging with us. We're going to go a little bit longer here. We got a couple more articles to talk about. And this is one that you know Ooh. is near and dear Ooh. to the defects. Um, not This isn't huge news. right? We've talked about this a bunch of times. But it's a new rumor with some backing behind it. So um, we wanted to give you that info. And then, and then Jay actually uh, gave us a couple books to talk about. So, um, John Bernthal's Punisher rumored to return for 2024 Disney Plus show. And if you guessed Darede uh, Daredevil Born Again, you were right. Originally, it was supposed to be Kristen Ritter. Um, and they're saying that there's probably going to be a scheduling conflict with that. She still may, may, may make minor appearances. But they're saying they wanted to have somebody really be featured in the show from the Netflix series. So who better than... John Bernthal's Punisher. We know he's signed on to the MCU. We know he is coming. It's just a matter of when. Yes, he's also named the Punisher, right? That's true. That's what they call me when it comes to toilets. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. So <laughs> he, ain't, it's, he ain't lying. He ain't lying. So it sounds like we could get Punisher again. Industry insiders putting some pieces together, putting schedules kind of together to see who could fit and who can't. It starts to make sense. So, Jay, you want to run us through the books? Yeah. Oh, guys, you, I'm sure everybody knows right. about these books. Guys. Right. You nothing got, crazy get, here. Yeah, nothing crazy. Just books to be on the lookout for. We know those first appearances and the origin of Punisher has gone up. Um, the retold origin has gone up. 
So thought these would be some cool books. I actually found the 184 in a back bin recently. I couldn't believe I found it. I didn't have it in my collection. I'm glad I did. 184 but, is one of my favorite books. Yo, dude. So the 183 is the first battle between Daredevil and the Punisher, which you know we've seen already, which we're definitely going to see again in this upcoming Daredevil season. Written and illustrated by Frank Miller from June of 1982. And then we have 184, the team-up of Frank Castle and Daredevil. Um, again, Frank Miller on the art, Frank Miller on the writing, July 1982. Two awesome books that should be in anybody's collection if you're A, a Punisher fan, or B, a Daredevil fan. Not expensive books at all, guys. You don't need these books in a 9.8. You don't need them graded. Two nice books that present awesome in mylar the last book i'm going to show you is so funny because i put this book up on the slides and then i seen funhouse posted it on his ig this is one of my favorite daredevil covers ever by marco cicetto from that awesome chip zadarsky run um it's daredevil number five this is the second print june 2019 under 1500 copies ordered by retailers guys it's kind of a ghost there's a couple on ebay i was able to get prices on this so one sold in july for seven dollars and fifty cents another one sold in july for thirty dollars i found the prices that are up there now about 30 bucks anywhere from like 25 to 35 bucks but Again, man, if you're a Punisher fan or a Daredevil fan, look how fucking dope this cover is, man. Awesome, awesome Marco Cicchetto cover. That's my what's he cover. Hold, what's he holding there? Uh, a, a car door is a shield. That's awesome. Why, why and guys, if you, you have yeah, guys, if you <laughs> haven't seen, if you haven't read this series by Chip uh, Zdarsky, you gotta hop on it and read it. Punisher is only in about two or three issues of it early on. But it's awesome, and then it leads right into Devil's Reign, which was also a good arc. And we know how Marvel arcs could sometimes be iffy. So definitely get on this. Well, the theme of the night is Jay spitting fire from all holes. So. Oh, yeah. Dude. <laughs> so bad. So bad. So we're going to keep it moving so he can go massage his asshole or something. 